everybody. Welcome to Film House, the show about movies, TV, everything in that side of the industry. Today we have some special guests joining us to talk about our shared love of movies. Um, aside from James. Hello. I'm here all the time. The most special of guests. Sometimes hosting. Um, sometimes a guest. Uh, our guests have a really cool game that's on Kickstarter right now. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, you may recognize them from SourceFed or NBC's Bring the Funny. But you probably know them as the funny, wacky, and whimsical two-thirds of the comedy trio, The Valley Folk. It's Joe Beretta and Steve Zaragoza. Hi. Oh, wow. Hi, we, we generally insert canned applause here. So just imagine <laughs> what's happening for you. I, don't, I prefer fresh applause, not canned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when does this applause go bad? I do not want to open it up before. Yeah, best of views mm. by November slash <laughs> frozen applause. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you? Nah. It's not about us, okay? You know? <laughs> the guest. You know, I wanted to say that, um, so I've been asked how I'm doing a couple of times today, and I had to think about it for real every time. And uh, I think I've come to the conclusion that it feels like things are a bit better, but still terrifying. So mm -hmm. th so that's just kind of like the umbrella I feel like I'm under. And then I have all those like stresses and normal things that you have being a, a neurotic human like myself. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I think I'm doing just fine. It's <laughs> lovely to hear. I mean, this show is about movies, but I'm glad you told us. Well, I'm, glad you, well, I'm sorry. You asked me how I was doing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He I watches love, movies. I, you asked him how he was. That's the Kevin Bacon. I love that you said that because it was a genuine and a very needed answer to hear from someone. I feel like oh, given this year. that was a good oh, cover yeah. up. Yeah, because because at least at least only ever gets to ask me because we're quarantine together obviously mm -hmm. and and my response is generally the same as when you find the first zombie in resident evil <laughs> the, one that did, <laughs> the one that is baked into my brain forever yeah. as a, as a yeah. terrifying image the one yeah. that's like that's me. There it is. That's me every single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find like the blanket like good, which is what we say in normal times, is now just, mm -hmm. oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come on, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm surviving. Myself, I write those emails where I go, hey, I hope all is well, parentheses, as can be. That's the email I send to everyone. Yeah, I love you. Bless your sweetheart. tax accountant is like, thanks for checking in. <laughs> okay, well, you know, thanks for following up. <laughs> do you guys don't know what else to say. Do you guys play games and work like across from each other? Is that what this setup is? Like, I, I, I shit in that corner too. <laughs> it all, so, it's all within this four That's way. the shit <laughs> corner. That's the dinner corner. Do not so, confuse yeah. the corners. If you, so if you can take if you take a quick look, this is my desk. So this is my studio space, <laughs> and then right behind me is where Elise generally works and records and poops. Which, when we're on the movie movie game, the Valley Folk show that we love, which mm -hmm. is about movies, and we'll get to that later. Ah, that's yeah. where that magic happens. We film it over there because over there. You know, that's where we want oh. the stinky smells. Um, <laughs> and then, if you notice, if you look just slightly over Elise's right shoulder, you can see a microwave and trash can because that is officially where our kitchen begins. Nice. And 
That is the beautiful square footage that we've been allotted. Oh, Steve, yeah. What decade are you in? Look at this. This is my fridge hey, right here. Look at that. Fridge and kitchen. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. over here is just, you know, this is where my, my Muppet is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Fraggle Rock. Fraggle. He, looks like a, he looks like a Fraggle hostage. Like right over here <laughs> is where my Fraggle's got duct tape on Please his Fraggle mask. <laughs> He's got Fraggle Stockholm Syndrome. Did you also just immediately assign that Fraggle a, like to Dave Coulier? I always <laughs> they were this one and the same for me as a child. That's I would so that interesting. And, I never considered that, but yeah. yeah. I mean, if anything, Dave Coulier, I think, ripped off uh, a lot Wembley of more set. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it mm -hmm. ironic? You ought to know. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. Music podcast. Here's my little family corner in our place that's right behind me. This is where all family drunk junk shit goes. School okay. supplies, uh, left birth certificates, room, birth certificates, social security <laughs> cards, all that stuff. So uh -huh. we're all we're all faking it. Oh well. Yeah. For sure. well, we're in our studio. Isn't it weird? Oh, yeah, we are apartments. <laughs> <laughs> um I want to talk about the Kickstarter you guys have out, the movie movie game, but I wanted us to play a few rounds, which I think is going to be the highlight of this podcast because I love this game so much. You're sweet. Um, so I want to leave it till till the end to keep the audience Great. baited. I've got five <laughs> from this prototype pack that I picked out that I think yes. are not episodes that you were on. I think. Okay. Nice. So, but also, okay. like, you guys are kind of like the stars of the show. Like, if Family Matters was about the family first and then Steve Urkel stole the show. <laughs> I think that's what's happening with our movie movie game. You guys we, are the Steve no. Urkel of the movie Ooh, movie I game. I can't wait that for you guys to take the cool potion. Who do you turn into? Oh, well, oh. I would be Judy. I, would be, <laughs> I turn into Judy. You'd be uh, you'd be like Lisa. Well, I guess you have the same cool last name, yeah. well, right? Because it's just a repurposing I, of the I phonetics. Think, I think um, you would turn into... Jamez. Jamez. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I, yeah. I love movie movie games so much. And I, the thing that I have loved about playing it is I think that I've realized that we all have very similar movie sensibilities, probably because we're close to age mm. yeah. to one, other, one another. But it's like... All the references we make, you guys get, and mm -hmm. I love it. Well, it's funny because it so the Smosh uh, folks were, plug real quick, shout out, name drop. Mm -hmm. The Smosh kids were playing the movie movie game on a stream the other day, and mm -hmm. they're like, you know, they're not like s way younger than us, but they're not quite our age. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, are these movies from like 1920 or something? Yeah. Well, and one of them like, actually no, was. You just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's um, a, the, the youngins struggle a little bit with, with some mm -hmm. of them, but that makes the game more challenging, I think. In the prototype pack, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. the, it'll be a lot more uh, across the whole spectrum of movie yeah. history in the final. We can, yeah. can you explain what the game is? Because I feel like we we'll start talking not. about it. Joe, for, maybe it. some people okay, have yeah, seen we're gonna us go. We have to go. Joe, um, don't do don't do this, Joe. Don't do this here. now. I won't. I won't. Um, so basically, it's it's just smash 'em ups. It's it's wordplay uh, and brain ticklers. You, you know, take, smash 'em ups. Smash 'em ups. Ah, uh, now I see. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, screw it. I was gonna save it for the end of the podcast. Let's do it. Now. Okay, great. Here Joe, we go. I think Joe, what it. Joe's trying to say is mash ups. Like it's. I like, call them uh, smash 'em ups. Thank you very much. That <laughs> that. I don't know. That sounds like something. That sounds like something. Uh, like a boomer 
Boomer would say. That's uh, my yeah. cool, trying to. Oh, it? It's my cool it was a term for heroin. <laughs> it was the term they used in the vaudeville era, and that was when I was a boy, and so it's a term that it sucked. makes me think of because I'm 75, the Wheel of Fortune before and after. Yes, category. that's exactly what it is. 100. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like um, it's just taking movie titles and mashing them up like a classic smash them up. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah. So all right, uh, can I if it, can I interject? I had nothing to do with the creation of this. I'm merely a participant on it and love to do it. One of Joe's so I'm just going to address our audience directly. Okay. Yes, please. So basically you take two movie titles and you smash them up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I got to go. Thank you. <laughs> Let the fraggle go, Steve. No, he's mine. You're mine. <laughs> That was really good. We take two like, movie it, titles. We spread. slam the movie titles together, uh, both um, spelling-wise and uh, f- uh, phonically. Phonetically. phonetically, yes, that that yeah. that's the word. And then I I write um, cheeky movie synopses for the new title. I give those mm-hmm. to people uh, in the game, the card game. They're on the card. You read them to the people that are playing with you, and you have them guess the smash together title. And it's, it's a smash them up. It's a smash them up. It's a good old smash them up, laugh them yeah. up. Yeah, it's a schmaff yeah. em up, just like smash your mom up, used to make. So, example off the top of my head: uh, there's a big <laughs> boat, and uh, Jack gets on the big boat, but unfortunately, his son was kidnapped, and now Johnny Depp only has a certain amount of time before his son's going to be murdered, so he has to commit crimes. Titanic of time, easy. Titanic of time. That's really good. All I remember from Joel's that, writing. I mean, Joel's it, writing that down. It's the. It's oh man, I I, I can see the poster. He's running. Yeah. There's a like. There's, there's like a that fl- whole movie is desaturated too. Yeah. 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 Nobody there watched that movie except for us. <laughs> uh. Well, if if you haven't seen it, James and I are very fortunate to be frequent guests mm-hmm. on Movie Movie Game, and we just fucking love it so much. We're we're like. Um, it's Fuck, what's his name? We just watched the Johnny Car. This is what year is it? We just watched the Johnny Carson that he was on, <laughs> the very flamboyant uh, comedian oh, from the from the seventies. You talking Rip Taylor? Rip- no. no, close though. It, Let's see. Um, close. No, he's close. the guy that talks like this, and I forget his name. Charles Charles Nelson Riley. Charles Nelson Riley is who I'm thinking of. Okay, is the guy that's like always the tr- on Hollywood Square? Oh, CNR. We're we're like the Charles Nelson Riley of movie movie game. He is the none of this matters because now we've okay. So imagine if you took us and you smashed us up with Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah, so they're okay. So so, these two are lovely guests on it all the time Uh, to the point where now when I don't have you on. Just you as, get upset. You get upset, and I feel yeah. bad. We, like I feel like I didn't make, take my kids yeah. to the park, but I took the other kids oh, okay. to the but park. But we're not fun guests. <laughs> we're not fun guests because we just we get we really serious it. about it. I don't it. think that's true. That's you not can, true at all. You, you guys are like I said. I think you guys are becoming the stars of the show. Well, I just eclipsing. Joe. I appreciate that, and I also appreciate it. the earlier mentioned Family Matters reference. So I would say we're more like the girl that comes in that's interested in Steven that was also really oh, hot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Myra, and I, I never Myra. understood why he didn't just. She was oh, so had them both. She was so adorable. Yeah. Both. I was yeah. like, in it. dude, give me her number if you don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I th- I do I I must say though mm. that if the show was just people like us. You guys would never hit your 
10 minute or eight minute YouTube ads on both end runtime because <laughs> most of the show is people going, ah, I don't think I've seen that one. And then you reference Demon Knight. And, and the, the only delay in our side is me running to get my DVD. <laughs> so like, well, I think what's happening is, is you guys are also so good at it that our editor, Kevin, uh, who has edited quite a few of the movie movie game, movie movie game episodes that we have on our channel? Uh, he'll just like edit you guys to look consistently like you're the best players. Shout out to Kevin. It's not fair, but, it, but it's Kevin. because you guys are actually like I'd say top three of all time. Maybe maybe I don't know. I mean, I was even but thinking. There's also two of us. I mean, that's true. Every once in a while, I have Alana in here helping me, but... Uh, but lately, lately, we do flex and we say them together. So. Yeah, we, we do. And, we try and do it, yeah. <laughs> we are, a, we are I, yeah. You take James, you take Elise, and you smash them up. Yeah, it's um, a smash them well, up. Well, we're going to talk about, like, mo to movies and stuff, but... Are we done? Are you down if we play a couple... Couple cards of the game, and and you can play along at home too. And and by the way, if any of this sounds fun, or or even if it sounds terrible, the uh, check the link in the description. We're gonna throw a link down to the Kickstarter so you guys can uh, get your hands. And on we'll it talk about please. that. We'll we'll pump it at yeah, the yeah. end too. Yeah. So okay, that sounds end. great because there's a bunch of uh, tiers on that Kickstarter that kind of like bring the game to some other levels and are kind of mm -hmm. paving a path for the future as well. So we can talk about solid that gold cards. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you get cards and coins for the top tier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Movie, movie game examples from the prototype pack that we printed out, which makes it just feel so real and cool, by the way. Um, you haven't been on these episodes, I think, but if not, you guys can pretend. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve, you can t chime in as well because I know you forget. I forget <laughs> them all. Every, as soon as I guess it mm -hmm. and, and move on, it is left my brain. Yeah. Like right. so, every time I play this, it's brand new to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, some of these are some of my favorites as well. So here we go: movie, movie game, promotional podcast edition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> here we go, baby. Natalie P. teams up with a plant-loving hitman to take down an underground canine gambling ring, culminating in the hit showstopper, Let's Make Music Together! Okay, so I got the first one. This is generally how it works. I don't know either. You don't know either of them? No. Is it was Constant Gardner one? <laughs> this is so fun this... to watch you guys do this live. This yeah, is what yeah, Joe so... gets every time. What? Who's the hitman plant guy? Well, if he's going with the French title, Leon the Professional. Oh, professional. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. I was just looking up what Jean Renault is doing in 2020. He has he has aged quite a bit, and then he was just he just had a movie come out this year, I think. Oh really? Still pumping him um, out. Because yeah. I know he did did he do that one Cloud Atlas or something? Or what was the one that he did that was like Cloud Atlas, but Valerian. Didn't he do Valerian? Valer was, was he in he? Valerian? No, Jean Renault. Oh, wait, not, no. not, sorry. I was thinking of the director of... Of Fifth Element? Oh, yeah, yeah, Fifth yeah. Element. You're thinking of Luc Besson. Luc Besson, wow. that's who I was thinking. Yeah, who has the exact same Luc reverse Besson French Picard. Can, yeah. Could you read it again, Joe? <laughs> yes. Baby Natalie P. teams up with a plant-loving oh, hitman wow. to take down an underground canine gambling ring culminating in the hit showstopper, Let's Make Music Together. Underground canine gambling ring. 
Steve, I can see you jamming. You dogs know go to heaven. I got it. I Wait, got what it. did you just say? Leon, the, the professional, professional dogs, dogs go, go to heaven. Yeah, one for one, baby. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it because they were they, they got it. My brain didn't listen to half of that first. Time. Natalie <laughs> yeah, well, P. I should have been like, yeah. Guys, yeah. Don Bluth needs more love. A. Uh, some of the music in some of his films are great, and Let's Make Music Together is one of the best animated songs ever created. Hot take. Okay. It's all right. I'm not going to It's a argue. good chorus. The rest of it it's is forgettable. Good. Oh, you I'm shut your eyes. Okay, can you get him out of here? All right, next one. <laughs> next one, let's go with... Oh, this one's fun. This is one of my favorites. A ragtag group of seemingly discarded appliances are on an adventure to find their master mm-hmm. whilst okay. outrunning the T-1000. Ready? All right, hold on. So, um, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Full yeah, title, yeah, yeah. full title. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on, we gotta pretend. I feel like I feel okay. like it's okay. The brave, brave little, little toast Terminator Two Judgment Day. Day. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. There we go, baby. Cut out a little bit of our. <laughs> <laughs> <We're good. We're laughs> Guys, I have been I have been secretly working on a brand new movie movie game prompt that i created that i will present to both of you and joe for the first time joe has never been given one live to guess so after you guess this one i got another one okay we'll do one more and that's great all right um maybe you guys will struggle on this (laughs) (laughs) joe do you ever do you ever regret that you can't play it uh no no i i really do have fun just like uh um like just watching people get it like when you guys say it for the first time it really when i go yeah <laughs> in, <laughs> in the show it's 100 percent genuine because it just it's fun watching everybody just get that moment of realization and steve's gonna mm-hmm. now show how big of a fraud i am <laughs> because i'm not gonna be able to get what his is so uh last one uh, no, you'll for you guys it. is you're this. like a dm joe like a dm never oh. gets to really mm-hmm. like play the game yeah. but they enjoy being a dm yeah yeah um okay here we go oh and by the way um for people that are listening so that's the gist of the game on these cards i have a bonus point system which we will put we will put into effect for this card and if there's two there's a hint for each movie that we're also throwing on the card so if you're playing the game and you need a hint we're giving those but it's also like play this game however the hell you want you know, mm-hmm. if you want to give more hints, give some more fucking hints. You know, do we swear yeah. on this podcast? Do we not swear on this oh, podcast? Yes. Yeah. Right. In fact, yeah. If you right. don't swear, we can't put it up. So. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. No. All right. We bleep good. everything good. else but swears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Beep. Her audio Beep. listenership is way down. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. A well-to-do businessman unexpectedly falls for a charming prostitute. Will their love survive society's preconceived notions and a chainsaw-wielding Nicolas Cage hell-bent on revenge? Got it. Okay, yeah. Ready? Yeah. Pretty Pretty Womandy. Yeah! Yeah. Damn! (laughs) Yeah, they're too good. The struggle ain't real with them. Okay, so if you were to um, have asked me for... Uh, we'll just do the bonus point system. Okay, so bonus point system, if you want to make these cards in this game go a little farther when you have it at home, is we put the year that the movies were made on the card. So mm-hmm. for a bonus point, what year was Pretty Woman made? Oh, man, I'm terrible with years. I'm going to guess 1991. That's what I was, I was thinking. It was I mean, 91. I, yeah, because in relation to Jurassic Park. 
Yeah, <laughs> where it was pretty warm. Jurassic Park was 94, right? Or 93? How close to Mystic Pizza? I'm going to say 92 <laughs> just just for the sake of covering the spread. You went the That's wrong. Nice. You spread the wrong way, my friend. It's Shit. 1990. Oh, always the way. So close. And then uh, what wow. year was Mandy made? 2019? 20... Was it 2019? No. Was it 2017? No, 2018. 20... 2019. 19. 2018, Steve gets the bonus point. <laughs> Son of a balls. <laughs> but look how weird his pinkies look. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I had to bring up my weird pinkies. <laughs> no, no, but I'm funny. secretly glad podcast. you did. Prior to the podcast. don't look uh, weird until I do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're double jointed. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It's just look they're, at, they're look just my no no your pinkies are like two magnets that, that don't want to touch. They don't want to like, be together. Yeah, they don't want to kiss. Prior to the show, uh, Steve said I've recently noticed how weird my pinkies look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then I said save it for the show, and then he said don't bring it up, but do. Yeah, well they well I mean I was just saying that I have I've developed a complex because when oh, I do praying hands I can see my my oh. little my little pinky things. Yeah, it's as complex sorry, as your, your bone structure in your hands. Thank you, Joe. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to do this bonus one that I just yeah. created? Yes, do it. Do okay, it. okay. And Joe gets to play. This is exciting. All right. Uh, I, we'll I, let Joe answer first. Well, I've okay. been promising Joe that I was going to do my own version that I would host so that he could play and do a bunch mm-hmm. of them. This will come eventually. I promise okay. you this because Joe needs a break from the movie movie game <laughs> at <Okay>. some point. <laughs> but, That's okay. all I have. Don't take it from me. <laughs> okay, I don't have I don't have the years. So forget about the bonus part. This is just movie okay. mashup. Mash them ups. Smash them, smash. Smash them ups. <laughs> a, lone, a lonely widow longing for a child of her own plants a barley seed, which grows into a woman who acquires incredible telekinetic abilities after a motorcycle accident. Eventually okay. threatening an entire military complex amidst chaos and rebellion in a sprawling futuristic metropolis. Hold on, oh, is this man the whole is you, this you, three of them? <laughs> you cut out the whole time for uh, me. All right, one more time, one more time. Sorry, Sorry. listeners. All right, I'm gonna slap it because I'm back again. Okay, all right, go. A lonely widow longing for a child of her own plants a barley seed, which grows into a woman who acquires incredible telekinetic abilities after a motorcycle accident, eventually threatening an entire military complex amidst chaos and rebellion in a sprawling futuristic metropolis. Uh, uh, I don't think I know the first one, but I have a guess. Do you want a hint? Is it two? Is it two or three? It's two. It's two. Okay. It's it's two. Okay. Motorcycle accident. Something, something, something metropolis. Acquiring telekinetic abilities after a motorcycle accident, eventually threatening oh. an entire military complex. Is it Thumbelina Kira? Yeah! Wow. <laughs> Joe, wow. you got your first one! Yes, it feels so good! <laughs> yeah! The Wilms are like, this is this. We gotta cut. We gotta kill this thing. <laughs> we can't have Joe getting I, it and not us. <laughs> I, sh- I should have given you guys a chance to say. I'm sorry. I just no, 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 no. This is for you. 
This is for you. Shit, that's going in the game, baby. Hell yeah! <laughs> nice. Um, I, the first one I was like, this feels like it's a fable of some kind, but I don't know. I thought for sure it was three, and the middle one was Phenomenon. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking the same thing. And full circle on Don Bluth. That movie sucks. I don't like yeah, that movie. Alana loves all. that fucking oh, movie, man. No way, It's man. on all the time here. My daughter watched it non-stops like she went from shrek she grew up watching a lot of shrek and i was like i can handle this you can watch this on repeat forever and then she went into goofy movie for a bit and i was like hell right. yeah this is amazing this is like mm-hmm. this is this is the kid that i wanted and then mm-hmm. she found thumbelina and it was on for like a year and then she disappeared so. and we had hayden so it's great <laughs> great perfect <laughs> problem solved it's <laughs> uh, very funny mm-hmm. <laughs> Missing children. But essentially, ah! yeah. that's that's movie movie game. That's yeah, movie game. that's it. That you know, that's that at its most base level, it's that kind of fun party game enjoyment stuff, and it's a blast. Always a blast to do. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll shout it out again at the end of the show. Yeah. So if you guys want to go I got, get started, get your own copies. Yeah, I've got my trolliest card in the prototype deck here that I just like to read. I made it for I think Steve and Anthony Carboni when he was on. Um, if you're interested, it's like you said, it's at the Kickstarter, and it's not just this. Our expansion packs, and you guys were on one of these episodes, I think. Um, is, we have video game movie game where we mm-hmm. smash up. Smash them up, a video game <laughs> title and a movie title. And then we also have TV show movie game um, where we, t- we smash TV shows and uh, movies together. And the Kickstarter is doing okay, but if it does even better, there's a world. And if the game does well and we make it and, and people keep getting it, we have some uh, expansion ideas like uh, the People People game, which is a video that I'll okay. probably do soon that I'll try to get you guys on as well, which... It's, mm-hmm. I, I was doing actor actor for a while, but it only goes so far. So we're just going to take we're going to take people from all walks of life and smash them together. It's going to be good. Love that. Th- yeah. This isn't this isn't nearly as creative as the game you guys came up with. But uh, we Elise, myself, Josh Flanagan and Zach Anner um, would often play this game. And 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 Nadia as well, mm-hmm. uh, who also works at Rooster Teeth, Nadia Elias. Um we would play this game where basically you would shout out an actor's name. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. And then you'd it basically passed. You had to name a movie that Nicole Kidman was in. And it basically works like a battle royale. So if you can't get get, get it, you're eliminated yeah! and it goes to the next yeah. person. Yeah. Until there only one person remains who's able to name the movies. Whoa. And we did one with Daniel Day Lewis, and I think we got all of oh, it just it, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out where just the last two people had like the last movies and it just was like sorry there's no more and the person won would by default but it was uh it's not as creative but just in terms of like if you like to talk about movies and if you like to have fun trying to remember movies and stuff like that if you're a cinephile like this is so it's uh, so much fun to do it's a yeah i've done that before it's really fun steve has a game he used to play with us too so i'll pass the ball to steve the leonard malton game or something oh yeah yeah so there's this leonard malton game that doug benson came up with and he mm-hmm. would play it on his movie show his movie podcast but it's essentially doing um it's like taking movie titles god i can't remember how the fuck it goes don't put me on the spot there was one version of the game where you, like you take movie titles and you continually connect them and you keep mm-hmm. going and going and going and going like, um, oh God, what will be one? Like, give me, give me a movie. Uh, Nick of time. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Nick of time after time. 
so okay. so and then so, the next player would have to go like nick, nick of time after time to kill there it is nick of time after time to kill a mockingbird or and something. you would go down the line and, you just, mm. and then you try to make the longest possible movie title oh, ever i remember what you did i remember now you'd go to like internet movie database or someplace like that and you'd start reading the the synopsis you'd get like i can oh, name that's that, what it was that that's movie right. in one line or two no it lines. was oh, leonard malton's like it was using leonard malton's movie guide so he has like oh. this movie guide where you could like look up every movie basically and it would give you mm-hmm. his rating and his like synopsis or whatever and so you would read like you know the actors starting from the lowest build actor all the way up yeah and then give them a little bit of the description of the movie and people would have to like guess it with the fewest amount of actors going from the least build to the stars That's fun. i love yeah. that so something i used to love doing but can't really do as much in our streaming culture world is guessing a movie as early into the movie as you can without knowing what movie it is so like like it just it just shows like Dimension films. Oh, like scream! You're watching TV and a movie just comes Damn. on TV. Yeah. yeah, and you don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and you just see the logo, or you hear like the start of a score or whatever. Wow. You know, like it's like Matrix. Like you immediately try and do. Or the best ones are movies from like the '80s, like old John Candy and like like Bill Murray movies. It'll be like an opening shot because none of those logos oh, it's like yeah there's geffen, geffen films or whatever <laughs> or tristar with the with the tristar <laughs> yeah but all of those are pretty much locked it wasn't until like later on be- before the movies became bigger brands that like the matrix would change the logo or whatever right so, like, right or harry potter you know would come before warner brothers Man, i wonder but oh sorry go ahead, go ahead go ahead no but like so a fun one is like it always starts establishing shot in New York City. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, uh, quick change. Uh, you know, you're uh, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah! Yeah, exactly. Damn, yeah, that's so good. That. That's so good. What I, I was thinking, what was the first movie to do that? To like make their, because I remember Batman Returns had like a snowy, dark mm-hmm. Warner Brothers logo before it. Yeah. I wonder what was the first movie to do like the movie themed version of the, yeah, mm-hmm. of the like, Dude studio i i know that i'm a spoiled as a as a cinephile a movie watcher a movie goer when i see a movie start especially like a blockbuster that you go to or something in the theaters and if the logo from the production company doesn't somehow transition into the movie i'm like fuck you that's some lazy (laughs) shit now i want it yeah show me the creativity you got this free pass to do this take your logo and then like morph it and bring the people into the movie in a cool way i love it if your logo isn't a human centipede (laughs) (laughs) eating itself i I don't want to watch it i love the scott pilgrim one where the where the universal logo is pixelated and the music's all chip tune and shit that's a perfect freaking movie i love that movie oh Oh, yeah Perfect, right, so except good. for yeah. I don't give a crap about Sp- Scott Pilgrim in that movie. Like, I don't want him to win. Oh, he's, he's kind our of protagonist, a yeah. But he's kind of a piece of shit. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm along for the ride because it looks so cool and Edgar Wright's fucking awesome and everything else is great. Who's this Culkin? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, fuck you, Scott Pilgrim. He's, he's just of, a millennial you're kind of a dick. He's just you do like him more in the comic. Yeah, yeah. spend more time with him at least. But he's definitely very flawed. Yes, yeah. he's very. Well, that's flawed. the point. Spend the whole movie with him. Yeah, this this decade or this these few decades are all about the gray area characters, not the <laughs> not the black and white. The good sick or bad. kids. The sick, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the gray babies. Yeah, the gray babies. It's <laughs> <laughs> deep cut. All right. Schwarzenegger or Stallone. Oh, oh, oh my just, gosh! That's right, my that, Jiminy Glick. That a Jiminy Glick. Ah! 
podcast transition. <laughs> wow, Jimmy! Hang on, I, have sit, I have to sit on yeah. my chair. Hop weird. up into your chair. Oh yeah, what are you? Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Dude, I fucking love. I, I just, I just, I love you. I love Jimmy Glick. I think. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a. Love Martin Short so much, but I think Jiminy Glick did never got the. Do I that know, he and then he get. did. Didn't he get a movie or something? Or not? Yeah, Jiminy Glick and La yeah. La Land. I love it. I think it's great. Do honestly, um, so I went to a taping of. Sorry to go too tangential. No, but I went to a taping of the Jiminy Glick show, and Martin Short almost hit me with his car coming into the studio <laughs> while we were all wow. walking to get in line for the show, and then yeah. we got into the show, and between their like takes, they would have like an audio audience warm-up guy and he'd be like can anybody do anything or whatever and i was like oh i can i, f- I forgot what i fucking said i could do but they <laughs> show my fingers but they brought me on to the set and while they were all getting ready and then i started to do oh someone said who can do a jiminy glick impression that's what it was mm-hmm. and so i went up and did a stupid thing and then i didn't can realize I mean, it was just like, I'm Jiminy Glick, and I'm here to be a donut, or whatever. Because the thing is, he always yeah. starts really high, and then he gets low. <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't realize that Martin Short, in the full Jiminy Glick outfit, was, like, tiptoeing behind me oh, while I was doing great. it. And then he puts his, like, hand on my shoulder, and I turn around, and he's just staring at me because I was doing an impression, and everyone's laughing, mm-hmm. and he's pretending to be offended. And then he goes... Son, and I go, oh, wow. Dad, and then we hug, wow. and then he goes, wow. oh, I love you, buddy. And then I got to go back in the audience, and it was yep. good. Oh my god! Yeah. And then he whispered in my ear, "Don't you ever fucking do that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had me adjust. Oh, you on my dashboard like I should have. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna murder you with that. my dude, Steve. You randomly have way too many, and maybe it's only yeah. two. And I'm putting you on the spot, but like studio audience stories. What was the I other know. one? You had another good one where you totally burned somebody like on dude, the spot. It was, it was Todd Glass, and he was the comedian. <laughs> And I was at a taping for that '70s show, the the like, or no, that '80s show, which was okay. a which was a spinoff. Yeah. It yeah. was real bad. Mm-hmm. It didn't last very long. Who was on that? Who was in the cast Glenn, for that? Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. That's him. He's the one. He's like the one, right? Is anybody else mm-hmm. on it really? Glenn Howerton played all so. roles in that. In yeah. show. I remember there was like a punk rock girl with like a mohawk or something. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. But uh, Todd Glass was like picking on me. And he kept saying that I basically looked like a lesbian and he kept like like being really like mean. And mm-hmm. it was like starting to get on my nerves. But everyone was laughing and loving it. Oh, what and an ass. <laughs> and um, eventually he came to me. and was like, all right, I'll stop making fun of you. Where are you from? And I told him where I was from and blah, blah, blah. And then he started making fun of where I was from. And then finally he he was like you got anything else to say and i was like yeah you look like um oh man i don't know how to say this without without it. it's kind of an <laughs> inappro- is, is that if you don't feel comfortable saying it you don't you have shouldn't. to say it i basically <laughs> at the time it was great and perfect at the time it was perfect and i said a thing <laughs> that absolutely burned him to the point where he stopped doing like audience stuff and every time he was like off to the side while the show was going, he would talk to people and like point at me with a, like a red, angry face. Oh, no. Yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. I really got a good, yeah. <laughs> and then you felt the hand on your shoulder. It was Martin Short again. Son! Dad! 
I was like, not the shattered time. glass. <laughs> yeah, not the time. Oh click. my gosh, nice. <laughs> not the time. If you, nice. Steve, if you wrote a memoir, the chapter <sighs> of that where you tell that story would be called Shattered Glass. <laughs> or I say, I say, just go ahead, just go ahead and call the whole memoir that. Just go ahead and write that memoir and throw <laughs> it in the fire. <laughs> the time I absolutely destroyed Todd Glass at a that eighty show taping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll shut up now. Uh, no, 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 I love it. it I, I'm so glad now we can put Todd Glass on the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally. Yeah, you want to tag. Only if you finally. want a million views. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Glass, if you're watching, He's I not. don't know who you are. <laughs> He's, He's fine. I'm just kidding. He's funny. I'm just kidding, Todd Glass. All right, all right. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, what? All right, <laughs> I know moving I... on to topic number one that Elise has in her document for this podcast that's supposed to last an hour. No, I mean, I don't really have, I mean, I do, I have backup to- topics, but I just love chatting with you guys about movies. I love, I love hearing all the stories. I love it. But mm-hmm. I did, I wanted to know, I feel like it says a lot of pers- about a person if you know whether they're a Schwarzenegger or a Stallone mm. person. Oh, oh. You go first, oh. Joe. Oh man! If I'm one or the other, man. If I'm on the spot and just you are gun to your to... head. Mm-hmm. Say you're on a podcast. Todd class. Where you have to discuss it, and someone asks you out of the blue. It's not the Todd, Todd Glass, Glass podcast. Todd Glass has just asked you where, where you're from and held a mic. What's your sick you. burn for Todd Glass? Todd Glass's shattered glass podcast. Shattered cast. Um, where he talks to. <laughs> former co-workers on shows that went their separate ways through anger and angst and never talked, but he brings them back together for a reunion. Mm-hmm. Shattered cast for Todd Glass's podcast. First um, episodes, Roseanne and Tom Arnold. Oh, wow. I want to see them back together. Finally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, episode 13. Uh, I've got the same guests as episode one through 12. Roseanne and Tom Arnold. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Tom. That's a really good uh-huh. Tom Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, I I have like so Stallone's more of the artistic guy. If we're just talking cinema with the Rocky and the Rambo, mm-hmm. no, the, uh, the Rambo. But um, mm-hmm. I think my immediate response is Schwarzenegger because so many of the movies are just connected to what I was enjoying as a kid. Mm-hmm. A lot like Total Recall, T2, um, Predator, Cop and a Half, not Cop and a Half, Kindergarten Cop, Kindergarten Jing- Cop. Mm-hmm. Jingle All the uh, Way, Jingle All the Way, all that stuff. And then Stallone has like little blips for me. So I didn't grow up. My I didn't have a Rocky dad. Like, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. grew up with a Rocky dad. Like we watch Rocky because it's it's Rocky. Same with Rambo. Like we watch Rambo because it's Rocky. I didn't have that that dad. Um, so they were just kind of in the peripherals. But a lot of the the Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff really popped in a bunch. And then Stallone came in with Cliffhanger. I was like, hell yeah. And he came in yeah. with Demolition Man. True lies. Super like, hell yeah. True mm-hmm. lies. Yeah. So I think Arnold. I think I, I lean Arnold. Yeah, I'm I'm with Joe. I also lean to Arnold because I didn't just I didn't even really appreciate Stallone until I was older. Like I didn't watch First mm-hmm. Blood until I was like. 17 or something Mm -hmm. and then i was like holy shit and and that was my that was like my first stallone or uh that was like my big stallone moment i think and Mm -hmm. and then demolition man and all that shit but um yeah it's it's totally schwarzenegger for me all the way what about you guys what about you i mean i'm saying uh schwarzenegger for sure he was he was like the the 
actor of my childhood of like watching every single thing that he does. I also think that even as an adult, if you were going to ask me whether or not I should put on a Stallone film or a Schwarzenegger film, I'm probably more likely to just on a Wednesday night pop on a Schwarzenegger movie because I feel like so many of them are fun popcorn stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas Stallone has a better batting average of hitting these great Oscar winning films, like things that are probably going to be remembered for a very, very long time. Right. But not always what I want to watch. And then the rest of it is just kind of like, you know, yeah. okay, you know. So. I, yeah. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I was a bit a kid that was very into Rocky. I love Rocky underdog kid. stories. And uh, so watched Rocky all the time when I was a kid, you know, uh, and and just love those movies. Wow. You know, one through four so much. And I and I love the new, like, I love, you know, Rocky Balboa, love the Creeds. The Creeds so are great. Good. So I think... Sylvester Stallone did accuse Eddie Murphy of sleeping with Bridget Nielsen. Whoa. And that ended their friendship, so. Whoa, I didn't know that. Saying, how, where does that, yeah, where does, wait, that works against Eddie Murphy in this. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like, Eddie says he didn't do it. Yeah, but if Sylvester Stallone's calling him out, that's kind of dirty, you know? That's dirty to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's true. Without Sylvester Stallone, would we not, would we have Frank Stallone? But you also know, Schwarzenegger, apparently Schwarzenegger really screwed over Stallone and Bruce Willis on the Planet Hollywood deal. That was like and, a big controversy. And that housekeeper. So there's, there's a lot there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a lot we'll be there. right back. <laughs> uh, Running Man. We didn't even say the words Running Man. I love that yeah. movie. But, That's one. What? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, I, oh, go ahead. yeah, I was going to say James had a good point because... Um, I, what's a light Stallone movie that you could just put on? Like, don't tell mom. Expendables. Or don't, well, shoot, don't throw grandma or throw don't grandma throw, throw mama from the train or, or whatever. Shoot. Yeah. Which is also funny because wasn't that the movie? That was the movie that mm. that Arnold had his agent call in and say that he wanted to do. <laughs> so Sylvester Stallone took it thinking that yeah. it was a good movie. But yep. Arnold actually wasn't going to do it because he knew it was garbage. Why yes, is Arnold trolling Stallone so much? That's what he's always been. If you watch Pumping Iron, that's a whole the whole movie, all of Pumping Iron, that documentary before he is even a big film star, is basically him Lou going Fing. up to Lou Ferrigno and telling him he's so small yeah. and like, like, oh, yeah. you're gonna go out like that. It's just him shitting on. What people. a shit talker! Uh, I think Beverly Hills Cop was originally offered to Sylvester Stallone because yes. oh. they he had a he had a deal with the studio at the time that said that every big big. Uh, film he got first like you know like first dibs mm -hmm. yeah wow you know what happened after that no that movie that he ended up not making beverly hills cop became cobra whoa oh. yeah cobra Look at that. was supposed Welcome to be to whoa. beverly hills we cop. just say whoa to cool shit yeah wait kind of like horror comedy short circuit oh, okay. was supposed to be like terminator did you know that I can't. No. Short, Is that right? Yeah, Short Circuit was originally like a horror action movie with a robot mm -hmm. that goes haywire and starts to kill people. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, let's turn it into a comedy and get like some real racist shit in there. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was like, well, yeah. we're going to bite our time when the sequel comes out. We're going to blow the bottom <laughs> off this racism. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're really going to figure this out. We're gonna, yeah. This is kind of just like our running start into racism. We're really going to hit our stride in part two. You just wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? I just, I tried to do the Jiminy Glick voice and ask for <laughs> comedy. But go. I don't, I, it requires Horror comedy. It was like you have to do, you have to start high and go. Down. You're going to shove donuts in your mouth too while you mm. do it. 
Well, and Juju beat. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then choke on him. <laughs> I, I think yours it. is comedy. Horror comedy? Yeah, comedy. Probably. Mm-hmm. But I love to laugh during a good murder. So, you know. <laughs> I love a horror comedy. <laughs> what about a horror comedy? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's got to be funnier than it's got to be scarier, yeah, though, okay. for a good horror comedy, in my opinion. Joe's a comedy guy. Um, he loves to laugh. You know, it's interesting. I love them both. I grew up really... Horror was always something I was fascinated in because I... I kind of had it like drilled into my brain on accident and kind of messed me up for a bit. I saw Chucky when I was like six child's play Mm -hmm. parents Mm -hmm. somehow let that get into my brain. And I had like night terrors and slept walk for like three years, like jump on my dad in my sleep while he was watching TV and scream in his face. I don't want you to die. Like that's his horror stories that he would hear from his, that he would tell Mm -hmm. me about his (laughs) six year old coming downstairs. But because of that, I was always fascinated in horror. Um, and always loved it. Like Friday or nightmare on Elm streets the best I, it's, it's my favorite mm-hmm. franchise um trying to pass on horror love to my daughter who just turned 13 and we've been through the month of october watching one horror movie every night because i didn't have you a show her scream it did i did so, <laughs> what does she think she is a sociopath nothing affects her she's great she's fine oh. she's like it's no scare no no scare response at all so i appreciate horror uh love comedy just as much but like i guess i kind of equate it to like think of the the best movie theater experiences you've had and i find that like if you're lucky enough to be in a movie theater where you watch a comedy and everybody's losing their shit together like mm-hmm. like i feel i feel like that's rare i got that that's with rare. i got that with anchorman where people were just going nuts i got mm-hmm. it with borat a little bit the original Same. and like jackass like or jackass mm-hmm. 3 like those movies they were so Jack much S3. fun. Jackass 3, one of the most underrated comedies of all time. I, I think opinion. those movies are great. Uh, but horror, so it's really hard to get that like communal, like batshit crazy experience with a comedy. But when you do, it's there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Horror, you can go to a horror movie and even a subpar one can get all of the, the theater in the same yeah. mental place together. The screams, mm-hmm. the scares, the tension. And I feel like it's a little easier with comedy, but it feels better when you hit it with horror. Or sorry, you, or it's easier with horror, but it feels better if you hit it with comedy. You you, you keep mentioning this theater. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that what, what is that? It's where people used to sit and do, and do inappropriate things with their girl and boyfriends <laughs> oh, in the no, dark away not. from their family while a movie's going but on. But next to strangers. <laughs> oh, heavens no. That's a prime case of getting COVID. There's no way that would happen. Yeah. What are yours, Steve? Um, Well, I love horror, but comedy will always have my heart for sure. Forever. It's comedy for me. And and Joe was saying, like, there's nothing better than an entire audience reacting and and loving a comedy. And the same can be said about the horror reaction in a movie theater. But I've found that horror reactions can go two ways, either like everyone reacts and they're like also all reacting and it's like gasps and like, ah, or it's like someone goes <gasps> and then everyone starts laughing and then there's just <laughs> laughter and it kind of just like snowballs mm-hmm. all of this like heckling at that point mm-hmm. in a horror movie, which yeah. kind of bums me out because a lot of horror movies are subject- subjective. Like if something shocking happens on the screen and I'm like, oh, my God, there's going to be someone three rows away going, that's fucking fake, <laughs> you yeah. know, or something. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. hey, but uh, but two of the best comedy experiences in the movie theater I ever had was Borat, 100 percent. 
and uh, Team America World Police. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. and that's that puking scene in the alley where it's mm-hmm. just puke coming out forever. Yeah. Like, I almost pissed my pants. Like, and everybody's <laughs> yeah. just like dying in the theater. What an experience. I miss that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are hard to come by. I feel like lately that that solid comedy, like yeah. you were describing, everybody's laughing in all the right mm-hmm. spots. Um, uh, those are tough. Like they're both tough genres to nail, but comedies just seem to be less and less. And maybe mm-hmm. that's because people's tastes are just diverting. Yeah. so much. It's harder to find those universal notes. I, I don't know. I would also say culturally things have kind of shifted where there, there are places you could go. Team America is a great example that you probably wouldn't be able to make that movie. Right. It's not that old, but you wouldn't be able to make it today right. just because there's places that movie goes that, that, catch you off guard, which then make you more susceptible to laugh even harder when it's that funny. Right. And, and, but catching people off guard is, is a little tricky now and has been for, I feel like several years. So yeah. Catching people off guard is just, it's the new, just pissing people off on accident. Sucks. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, And now the studios are kind of like nervous about putting things out that could polarize Mm-hmm. audience yeah. did you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you guys have any of those like had any comedy theater experiences where everybody just went nuts i mean the ones you guys mentioned for sure yeah i'm trying to think of others i but... remember so i mean i'm trying to think where people went nuts altogether. i saw this is an opposite example i saw napoleon dynamite in a theater where i was cackling and everyone else is just Dude, crickets. Yeah. So I know that one too. I hate that. <laughs> um but other than that, this it wasn't a theater experience, but the first time I watched Wet Hot American Summer oh. was with was with like a bunch of friends at like a party where everyone it wasn't like social, some people are paying attention. It was a bunch of people that were like, we're all hanging out. Let's put this movie on and let's all watch it. So everyone was focused together. And there were so many points where like people were falling off the couch, gasping for air, just trying to watch. And, you know, there were maybe only like seven or eight of us, but everyone was completely all on the same page. Before iPhones, you're right. Damn. Before people were on their iPhones during a movie. That's how I saw it the first time, too. Like just we were in college and I walked into a room of like 10 people watching it. And it was like me and my three friends. And we're like, what's Mm -hmm. this? Wet Hot American Summer. Check it out. And then we all sat down, and then my fucking face was blown off. It was so funny. It was like a revelation. So I love that movie so much. So good. I do, too. We're going to talk about more stuff that we love, but first, a word from some of our sponsors. No, not yet, not yet! Quip's got a new smart electric toothbrush that can help you get free products, gift cards, and more, all by having good habits. Uh, This is something brand new that rewards you and your mouth. The Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids connects to the Quip app with Bluetooth so you can track when and how well you brush, get tips about and coaching to improve your habits. It's got this multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less uh, clutter. And it's going to help you build a complete routine because with Quip, you can also get mint or watermelon toothpaste with anti uh, cavity ingredients for strong, healthy teeth. They have floss that expands to clean and comes in a refillable dispenser to reduce weight waste. And you get all this delivered to your door from $5 and shipping is free. How smart is this? This is the smartest toothbrush I've ever seen. And you can start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and going to quip.com slash film right now to get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash film getquip.com slash film g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash film it's quip it's better oral health 
It's Quip. It's better oral health made simple and rewarding. Thank you, Quip. Sorry I butchered that last line. Now's the time to try HelloFresh and get pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with America's number one meal kit. James and I have tried it and we really, really liked it. He loves to cook and I love to eat. And we got all kinds of different recipes that we probably never would have thought to make otherwise. And also it includes all the ingredients. So it's not like we had to buy a ton of one ingredient that we would never use. Again, we got the exact portion that we needed, which was great. Uh, aside from that, HelloFresh is a pretty great company. The meals that they provide are delicious and nutritious, high quality pre-portioned ingredients, as I mentioned. Over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure peak flavor and ripeness. Um, and they also work sustainably. They help us eat sustainably. So they are the first global carbon neutral meal kit company. They help you skip the grocery store, reduce your food waste by at least 25%, all that good stuff that we are all trying to do to offset our carbon footprints as we do. So right now you can go to hellofresh.com filmhouse90 and use code filmhouse90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. If you use our code right now from filmhouse, it's HelloFresh.com slash Filmhouse90. Code Filmhouse90. $90 off. Free shipping. It's great. You know you're probably overpaying on your car and home insurance. Sure, you'd love to save money, but is spending hours on your own shopping for a lower rate to maybe save a few bucks worth it? Probably not. You can use Gabby. Gabby does all the work for you in just a few minutes. And get this, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for home insurance by giving you apples to apples comparisons of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance amount and in minutes you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. It's fast and easy to use Gabby. Like I mentioned earlier, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. I bet that'd be nice to have in your pocket every year. Get some, you know, new next gen consoles out of that. Maybe if they can't find you savings like they did uh, for others, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there and they'll never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocalls. Uh, so you're probably paying on your car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Filmhouse. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Filmhouse. Gabby.com slash Filmhouse. Thank you, Gabby. Well, mm. thank you to our sponsors. You know, we love you. I'll try them. I I will. You want me to? Do you want me to do the next one? <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone else have anything they want? I mean, I have these. No, you go. You go. You go. I, you we, go. Yeah, you guys go. Do the do this one. Which one? Okay, so what what was your favorite <laughs> film of the decade? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, which one do you point at? <laughs> favorite. Oh, sorry. Favorite. Oh, excuse me. It's favorite film decade. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the decade the movie was made, not the decade it takes place. It, so, like the era of filmmaking, the yeah. decade era. So of filmmaking. I can I can start because for me, it like you know it it oscillates. I think, but I do have a really really soft spot for about eighty five to ninety five. Hell yeah. Yep. Is like for me, mm -hmm. especially because a lot of the the my heroes of of the genre and the movie, like, you know, you can turn on a, a, uh, uh, like bit death becomes her or clue or, um, uh, 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 Oh my God. 
You're trying to think of movies? Uh, Seymour. Oh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Or like, or even you get, you know, you get, as we established earlier, you get your pretty women's and, in there. It's and just, those are prime Dabney Coleman years as well. Oh my God. So Yeah, Dabney <laughs> Coleman was everywhere. Um, I don't know who that is. Really. Who's that? You'd know of him if you saw him. Okay. Steve, do you know Muppets Take Manhattan yeah. well? Yeah. You know that when they go to see the executive and yeah. then he, he like grabs Gonzo by the nose. Yeah. And he like. That's Dabney Cole. Oh, kill this fucking Muppet. Notorious <laughs> nose grabber. I think he says, like, back off or the chicken gets Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. But, that's uh, Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman. Wow. Uh, I, I just, I love that, that 10 years right there, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I mean, the 80s are just, I mean, magical. Magical time for experimentation and, and mm-hmm. zero, almost zero franchises and, like, you know, all yeah. kind of, like, really risky weird yeah. movies that uh groundhog days uh, there it's it's all wonderful i think if you looked at the 80s as a decade as a whole most of it is trash <laughs> like that's the only problem the the good thing about the 80s is that now looking back in hindsight you only remember the stuff that's worth worth well, sure sure yeah and there's so much of it because they were just firing everything they could at the side of a barn right but there's also <laughs> so much garbage in the 80s that only comes up i worked at a post house and we would just watch I would do QC on movies. And so I basically, if you, if you were working, you were watching movies. And if you had downtime, you were watching movies. Nice. So I would watch all kinds of movies. And have you guys ever heard of the movie hard bodies? God, that sounds so familiar. It's got a great theme song. It's, it's just another one of those eighties fun summer things. Exactly. Yeah. And they were like, listen, we get, we get some like hunky dudes getting into trouble (laughs) and we get some, we get some TNA in this movie. It's going to, it's going to do gangbusters. What if we remade hard bodies? I would do it. (laughs) Like shot for shot. Start working on it tomorrow. I'm ready to do it. It's got, honestly, listen to the theme for hard bodies. It's so good. And it's so eighties, but the movie itself is just garbage. Like it's about three adult men who are like, Taking, take, yeah, here we go. What They're taking time <laughs> off from like work or whatever to get away for the summer, but they really want to bang young chicks. That's like, that's like your entry point for the series. So like your heroes <laughs> appear on a beach looking at all these hot young women and go, how can I get some of that ass? And the only person who can help them is this other young guy who's more cool than he's like basically like rated R. He's been Morris. a hard body for a long time and he's got all the tutelage. <laughs> yeah. And so he he basically is like, well, if you pay me or whatever, I'll throw parties and introduce you to young women. so you can bang. <laughs> That's the premise. For Dude, the that was the premise for most like 80s movies had such a like we got to get laid before the movie's mm-hmm. over type plot yeah. devices. And it's so stupid. Well, Such everybody time. Everybody making the movies was like, did you see Porky's? Yeah, I saw Porky's. Did you fucking love mm-hmm. Porky's? Yeah, I love Porky's. Let's make mm-hmm. fucking Porky's some more. Yeah. And they did it for Porky's. 10 years. <laughs> we could do a Porky's. Um, so for that, for that reason, I would skew it kind of like you did. It would have to skew into the 90s because mm-hmm. I think oh. the 90s is when you really yeah. honed in. Yes. You, it was pre-realizing that the franchise was bigger than the quality of the film, right? Sure. And so... So it was still people trying to make something amazing. So you get like your Jurassic Parks, you get movies where it's like, okay, well, we're going to base it on something, but we need to make sure Steven Spielberg does it. Right. Or at least has a hand in it or has something to say about it. You're getting that experimental um, tone that Steve was talking about in the 80s, which I also contend Mm -hmm. is connected to, I think, the comedies back then. They were just made a little differently, and I think they were just made with more heart. 
Like it mm-hmm. was, it was, oh, yeah. it wasn't necessarily comedy first. It was heart first, and then you laced yeah. comedy John around Hughes it. Was, and yeah, Hughes yeah. was John Hughes great was at the it. Experience first, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the hard the bodies, for example, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> heart <laughs> bodies. <laughs> um, so I feel like Paul that, McCartney did every soundtrack. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Harry Nilsson did a lot of them too. Harry yeah. Nilsson, good. The point. <laughs> Take my puppy. Anyway. Baby elephant walk. Oh, so oh yeah, dude. You guys ever see? Wait, that's a Mancini. Just, isn't that Mancini? Oh right, that is Mancini. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking. Of, wait, I'm thinking of the point. Yes, the point's Whoa, great. Oh, I Nilsson. love the good. point. Love the point. Wait, yeah. the point was Owned Paul McCartney. No, 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 it was no, it was Nielsen. Oh, I was thinking of yeah. uh, Rupert, or was that fucking do- that bear that goes that hangs out oh. with Teddy like, frogs and stuff. No. There's a Paul McCartney. Rupert? Rupert's Rupert, a bear Rupert, too. Right? There's some kind of uh-huh. Rupert Paul McCartney mo- thing where he wrote all the music or something. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever seen Disorderlies? No. Yes, it's that's the heavy set. The three heavy it's the set fat black boys. Teams. Yeah, the fat yeah, boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fat boys movie where they're like literally working in a in a hospital and they're like they have to take care of old people and I, stuff. And it's- I like I like how I was trying to be like try. I was like, you know what I should try and do? I don't want to call him fat. I was like, my, was like, I was like, I was like, so I said heavy set, but that was before you reminded me that they referred to themselves as the fat, the boys. fat boys. And then I went, That was their yeah. professional working title. I have seen disorderly. That yeah. means you're a good person, James. You really tried I to tried. navigate in this, in this era, in this day and age. Um, but yeah, like I think that heart and comedy in the late eighties, like even Ghostbusters and those movies still had oh. that in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we love them so much. And then it went into the romantic comedies, like you were saying, Pretty Women and stuff like that. And then what you were saying, James, is true too. The blockbuster changed. It became yep. the mm-hmm. summer blockbuster really started to take uh, a hold then. And I uh, that heart that mm-hmm. was still carrying over from the late '80s, I think, was infused in all of that. But we were also just getting Spielberg going off, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And Zemeckis yeah. being like, I like what you're doing, Spielberg. So watch out. I'm going I'm to Zemeckis this yeah. shit up, too. Zemeckis is everybody's like underground subconscious favorite director. They just don't realize it. We, we went through about that we, the other day. We went through that little Zemeckis phase. I was just talking about the other day. I was like, I don't understand how Zemeckis can be so good and so terrible. All <laughs> I <same>. know. <laughs> and he hasn't made, made some, it's been some, so some just trash garbage. And, and, and then on the other side, some of the best films of all time. Yeah. His, his batting average is like. Every, uh, what, what is that, 0. 0.5? I don't yeah, know. That's, I don't that's know. too good. I don't know. We'll lower. <laughs> that's how Ridley Scott is for me, though. Yeah, same. I, have, I, got, I got Ridley Scott, and then I got Scotty Riddles. Yeah, but and when he busts out a stinker, that's like, oh, Scotty Riddles. Uh, Scotty Riddles. <laughs> Ridley Scott, though, even even though he he's like a, a working director. Sure. So when he has good movies, you're like, oh, Ridley Scott has like, oh, that's a good movie. Like he always puts something in it. But he's also the first guy, if I recall, who was filming an action scene and said, what if we set up five cameras? We only have to run the thing once. Really? And then, and then like the studio executive's head exploded. <laughs> and he's like, he's like always comes in under budget, under time. And then Pippa just moves on to the next one. Lock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in documentary now, wasn't it Pippa Lock? No, oh, that was, it turns out it was Ridley Scott. Oh, okay. um, so, but, but Zemeckis is so imaginative. Like, I feel like Ridley Scott executes on these things really well. Whereas Zemeckis, you're like, where did that come from? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did so you guys I love, see? I love me some Zimmy. 
1941 and used cars, the early Zemeckis His stuff. Early, early I, stuff, yeah. I've never mm-hmm. seen 1941. I have only heard tales because, you know, it wasn't that the whole thing that they brought in comics. They were like, let's bring in yeah. know, John Candy. Belushi's and in it, right? John Belushi. Yeah. And this, like, Dan Aykroyd. Film. And yeah, yeah, a lot of big, big, big stars in it. It's kind of a mess, but I love it. The score is mm-hmm. very good. Early John Williams. And uh, it's real good. It's worth a watch. You ever I seen think. Mars Needs Moms? <laughs> Yeah, that one, I think it's a little too old for that one. <laughs> you ever see What Lies Beneath? Great yes. movie. Yeah. The end, that, the end of that movie is awesome. And I, because again, like Elise said, we did a Zemeckis thing where we watched like all three Back to the Futures. And then for some reason, we started watching, we watched like Death Becomes Her, What Lies Beneath. Yes. Like this prime Zemeckis period. And there's a shot in What Lies Beneath, which is otherwise just a pretty normal thriller, like shot mm-hmm. very plainly. There's a point where. Uh, the camera goes without, I won't spoil what lies beneath, but there's a scene, there's a very tense scene and someone's lying on the floor and the camera just goes from a very normal shot and then pulls down through the floor because they had clearly like had a slide away or something and then oh, and so then cool. shoots up through the floor to the person who's on the ground unconscious so you can like actually see their face. And I'm like, that is a genius level thing. Yeah. And, and I hadn't seen that movie in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. What's and more than watching... Oh wait! Yeah, and watching it now, I was like, mm-hmm. "Damn, mm-hmm. I need to see, I need to rewatch it. I, I think I've only seen it like twice, maybe." It's, it's really good. I need to rewatch that. He made it between yeah. like I think he had a deal and like he was like I had to make what lies beneath to make the other movie that he wanted to make, and I forget what it was. What lies above? Yeah, <laughs> you got to start below <laughs> and then go above. With my favorite de- part about that scene, though, James, is that you truly find out what lies beneath in that scene. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> true. You get you the answer, right. which is why we all went in in the first place. You, they proposed. <laughs> yeah, the I hope they. I'm going to be in line for that movie. I, I, if they don't show me what lies beneath, <laughs> I'm going to get my money back. <laughs> Robert, Robert Zemeckis is on set and he's like, all right, folks, today's the day. Get ready because we're going to find out what lies beneath in this shot. And I call action. Uh, the, the AD goes up to Zemeckis and he's like, I told them today. Yeah. Be the, the beneath the day. Yeah. The, 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 the crew's crew starting to get a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. Uh, we were wondering, sir, Mr. Zemeckis, if today is the day we find out what lies beneath. Don't talk to me, please. That's what Zemeckis is notorious get for. Me, on Scotty set. Riddles on the phone. <laughs> Where's Bob Gale? Yeah, dude, without Bob Gale, I don't think he's got it. He needs Bob no. Gale with him. Oh, we no. didn't even get to talk about the Wild Mountain Time trailer where dude, Christopher Walken does that Irish accent. I watched that in preparation for this and could not believe it. I didn't know what I watched. And then I was yeah. like, I want to be able to at least speak to this a little bit. And I went and looked up a synopsis because I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's just like nuts. a rum. It's a rom-com or something. <laughs> Tell me what the plot is. Ireland's What's that about? Upset. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Tell me what that, what is that movie about? You watch just the trailer, right? What is that movie about? I, I don't know. I just watched the trailer. It's a, they're Emily Blunt it grew up across next to this other guy who is also Irish. And um, it, it would appear that she loves him. But John Hamm is also there beckoning her to America, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like a love triangle kind of. Yeah. Yeah. This for walk showed up. Old man. Did you guys Irish. miss the part where apparently the neighbor boy 
has a family curse upon him, which makes him unable to realize that the neighbor girl has a crush on him. That's the movie. <laughs> That's just every. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you just imagine going and be like, no, let me just. I have a curse on it that prevents me from knowing that you want to be with me. Oh my God. It's, I, I, yeah, I did see that a lot of people in Ireland are like, Oh my gosh, how could you butcher this accent this way? Is it Christopher, Christopher Walken? Walken. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would put Christopher Walken in that movie. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's like you you get five minutes of Christopher Walken doing the Irish accent and then you completely forget about it and then it just works. Like I think if we're getting it in little pieces in the trailer, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. ridiculous and, and nah, it doesn't work. Robert Zemeckis said the same thing about facial capture or whatever performance capture technology. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will get wow. used to it. You're right. He did say you'll get used to it. Yeah, you'll yeah. get used to it and you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. He did lose his way a little bit, didn't he? <laughs> I still want to see his Yellow Submarine movie he was going to do with Peter Serafinowicz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch that. I mean, I'd watch anything. I still have to watch Witches anyway. Yeah. I've heard it's no. That's what he just did. I didn't heard it. I thought it was good. okay. It's all right. I'll watch really? it with the kids. I, just, you're, you're I love the original, the original yeah. and the book. Me too. I grew up on on Roald Dahl and all of that stuff. So every single time they're like, "We're remaking a Roald Dahl thing," I get excited and then I watch it and I go, "Because inevitably, this is the same which hap- with happened with uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Tim Burton one. Mm-hmm. They're like, "We're gonna make it." But we're going to make it more true to the source material than the 80s movie or the 70s movie ever was. Right. And you're like, oh, that sounds good. And then you realize that maybe, maybe that to the wasn't material is not the right direction <laughs> with Roald Dahl. You know? yeah. like, well, uh, maybe by the time Wild Mountain Time comes out, we'll all be able to <laughs> Wild Mountain Time. Why is it called that? Why? Why? Call it something else, for God's sakes. <laughs> Um, I love talking with you guys about movies and gaffing and laughing and smashing. I I have a blast with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. And doing the podcast with us. Um, Before you go, I wanted to to just uh, mention Movie Movie Game again, because it is really... um, it's fun, and it's, it's been fun. It's, it's been a, great... a lifeline for us in quarantine Aww. getting to do those. Oh. Well, thank those you guys for you. for doing it. It's always it means a lot to me that you guys even um, get on the 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 Zoom with me and press record. Um, I appreciate the time and the laughs, mm-hmm. and, and it's always a highlight. Hopefully, hopefully it's by great. the time it's out and in people's hands, we won't be dealing with the you can't actually see your friends and family in person. But God forbid, we are. We've only ever played it yeah. over video and it's a blast. Like it's so much fun to play, you know, over yeah. video chat, discord or whatever, you know? So it's a very translatable party game. Oh, Where can people thank you. find the Kickstarter to, uh, to get it themselves? It's over on Kickstarter. If I gave you a direct link right now, it'd be bitly.com slash movie movie game. And that'll take you okay, to the great. Kickstarter. And yeah. Um, Anybody that is interested in it, we just appreciate your support, and we're going to try and turn it around and get it out as soon as possible. That's awesome. That's great. Cool. And then beyond that, where can people follow you both and see all the other great stuff that you do? Go, Steve. Well, you can follow us on YouTube.com slash The Valley Folk. That's our main channel where we put all of our comedy trash that people <laughs> seem to <laughs> to enjoy. That's a great genre. <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, we've been doing it for a while, so we got some good trash for you. If you look, if you, if you're looking for some laughs and some movie smash ups. If you dive hard enough. <laughs> yeah. We also, uh, we've been streaming on twitch.tv slash the Valley Folk quite a bit and doing some fun mm-hmm. things. We'd love to. Let us know. that make up my oh, entire no. you're welcome <laughs> you're sorry. welcome sorry john you're welcome john sorry john i don't know oh, what's if, going on if you go to our channel look up the uh, Fris- frisbee oh, yes. lesson i think Thanks. uh elise is in that one and it's madness and it's really weird oh yeah oh <laughs> the frisbee so <sighs> that was so, so fun i know and it was like we were planning so many more things to to bring you guys in on and we we're just like never mind uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll when it opens again, I, I love doing stuff with you guys. Definitely want to keep doing stuff with you. Yes, oh, please, yeah. please. please. No. Thank yeah, you for having well, us on to talk about movies. We we love it a lot. I love it a lot. Thanks for doing. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. Thank you. Elise. And thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you for everybody. <laughs> Show me your pinkies. Oh yeah, look at these weird pinkies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs>